Off the Ball Daily. A home for your favourite podcasts from Off the Ball. The performance rankings, a slight tangent, the crappy quiz, and you had to be there. Five goals in 20 minutes. It's just, you can't do that. Subscribe to the Off the Ball Daily podcast feed right now. OTB AM. With Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Harry Pryor, good morning to you. How are you? Yeah, morning. I'm not bad, thanks. How are you? Um, so last week it, it felt like the change in formation was something that might unlock better performances from everybody in the team. And fast forward to yesterday and that has not been the case. What do you think is at the core of why Liverpool's league form is so bad at the moment? Oh, honestly, I wish I could answer that question simply. I think I wish that I think the manager wishes he could as well. It, it just feels like there was a total lack of confidence, and we're just being played through far too easily. I mean, I, I feel like it's been a running theme this season that we've got on the back foot really quickly, and yesterday it was quicker than ever. And it, I, I walked into the pub a minute late, and we were already a goal down. I think that just sums it up, doesn't it, really? And then straight away we're on the back foot and having to find a way back, and we did find a way back twice. But when you're constantly on the back foot and looking for a way to get past, and and, and not even in the lead in the game you never have control I think we've just lacked control at too many times this season and it gets in the player's head and, and as a result the performance was so scrappy I think that's the best way to describe it it was like none of them wanted to take responsibility none of them knew where they should be none of them none of them looked like they're in the right position none of them were getting back and tracking back well enough and and the defensive line was was really bad so there's there's loads of problems and I think the new formation looked a lot better against Rangers but we came up against Arsenal who are a much higher calibre of, of opposition and, and we really struggled so it's a, it was a really disappointing performance Poor Trent is in that position that every time Liverpool can see the goal the camera comes straight on him on the assumption that he is responsible I don't know how much you can blame him for the first goal, but the second goal in particular uh, really struck me as a player who is uh, totally out of form and lacking confidence, like dashing across, trying to prove that he could get across and help cover when the sensible option was just to stay put. Does it feel as if this injury he's picked up, it, it might be a blessing in disguise in a way to just take him out of the spotlight for three, four weeks? I don't think I'll ever call an injury a blessing, especially at the moment with the, with the situation we are ha- having more injuries creep in. Look, I think it's really easy, isn't it, to make Trent escape go? And I completely agree for that for that second goal. I think he looked panicked. I think he came across when he should have just stayed in the position he was in. But I think that's all coming from a lack of confidence and, the, and an awareness the spotlight is on him. So he needs to be seen to be to be doing something. I, I, I do. I do feel feel for him because I think he has made a scapegoat for a lot of things. I think a lot of the time it is starting with the fact that the press isn't good enough at the other end. The attackers aren't tracking back in the way they used to, not putting as much pressure on the ball and it's leaving more holes in defence. The defenders aren't doing well enough either. The control of the midfield isn't there and you can go through the pitch and identify problems, can't you? And, and I guess... Trent being in the wrong position when a lot of their goals come down, the opposition goals come down that side is, is a problem. Um, I have to, we have to wait and see the extent of the injury. The same with Diaz. I, I personally wouldn't want him to be out for very long. I think he's one of the, you know, on his day, the best players in, in this team. And like all of them, we all know their ability and how well they can play. It's just not happening at the moment. They're not playing as a unit and that's what's frustrating me the most. I think a lot of their success in recent seasons has come from this cohesion that they all have. They all seem to sense where each other are without even knowing and looking. And this year, it just feels like there's a total lack of cohesion and they're all playing as individuals and not as a, as a single unit. Is that in any way energy related? Are they are they doing less work? Uh, that seems to be the, the sense that some people have is that they're not actually 
programmed the way they were and as a result the the running isn't cohesive so they don't do it in groups and because they're not doing it in groups one person goes to try and close down they're on their own they're isolated so they stop it just feels like that confusion is leading to what we termed intensity was was spoken about earlier on but that as a result of that they appear to be less intense because it's not like they don't want it surely they're like they obviously are desperate for success yeah, definitely. And I think that they are desperate for success. And you can also see how much it's annoying them all and upsetting them all that it's not happening at the moment. I think it might come down to the, the fact that if all of them are 2%, 3%, 4% off the game, at this level of professional football, you cannot afford for every single player on that pitch to be trying 2% less hard, to be running about 3% less. It's just that those tiny margins are making such a big difference when we're getting caught in, in certain moments and getting caught on the break really quickly. And I, I don't know if it's particularly an effort thing because like you mentioned they all want it they all want to try hard they all want to be winning football matches but I think some of it comes down to the fact they are that maybe they're mentally exhausted maybe they're physically exhausted a lot of people talk about hangover from last season I'm not sure how much that has an impact I think Virgil van Dijk seemed to suggest that that they might still you know especially at the beginning of the season they might still be suffering from from the consequences at the end of last year but Ultimately, now they, they need to regroup and, and kick on from here. They can't be thinking back to last season because, yes, we were in the final of everything, but now we're in a position where we've got to be we've got to be picking up points in the league to be pushing on for top four, let alone winning a title, which, you know, Klopp said yesterday is we're not in the race anymore. So, yeah, I think if every single person on the pitch is running 2% less, trying 2% less, that's contributing to a worse performance overall and, and, and we're not winning football games. That's the bottom line of it. It's been interesting listening to Klopp's press conferences over the last couple of weeks. I've never heard him discuss tactics as much as he has and explaining what the roles of players are, what Trent Alexander-Arnold's role in defending him by saying, actually, you know, I don't, don't look at him as a defender. I look at him as someone who I want to push far up the pitch. And again, talking about that breakdown between the different lines. Uh, he's gone into a lot more depth. I'm wondering about your confidence levels of his ability to turn this around because the one previous crisis Liverpool had was was put down to a lot of injuries at the time, but they really did struggle to turn that round. They managed to scrape through to a Champions League place miraculously in the end that this is getting away from them. I, I, do you see enough from Klopp that he's, he's ready to make the changes that are necessary to get the confidence back and get the results turned? Yeah, I have no doubt on the manager, to be honest. If, if there's one person that I'm absolutely not doubt, doubting, it's the manager. And you can look at certain substitution that you don't agree with, and that's all well and good. But if there's anyone that is going to be able to turn this around, it is, it is Klopp. So for me, there's absolutely no doubt that he is the right person to, to be in this position and to be taking Liverpool forward. And he's mentioned lots of times that you can try and identify problems and the solutions take a lot longer to come around. I, I think he is he is the only person that I really trust to be able to get the best out of these players and to be able to get their confidence levels back up to where they should be. So, yeah, absolutely for me. I don't want to get dragged into any conversations about whether that, that whether Jürgen Klopp is the right person to be managing Liverpool because he absolutely is. What about the fans' attitude towards the owners at the moment and what happened during the summer in terms of investment away from Darwin Nunez? Like, you look at Manchester City, they score more goals than anybody else last season, they win the league and they go out and sign the best young striker in the world. And even Arsenal's resurgence, as well as Mikel Arteta's done, like they've improved because they've signed really good players. They signed Gabriel Jesus, they signed Alexander Zinchenko, they've had a plan over the last year signing really good, talented young players. It does feel as though Liverpool have rested on their laurels a little bit, particularly in that midfield area. And does that come down to the owner's reluctance 
to spend the money necessary because when you do go back over the recent history like Liverpool's success has come from buying Alisson from buying Virgil van Dijk from buying the best players in their position in the world and they've stopped doing that yeah, I definitely think there needs to be a, a refresh in the squad and a lot of that does need to come from a, a reinvestment in the squad and I think the frustration is maybe that it hasn't happened in the in the summer transfer window, particularly looking at midfielders, but you could maybe argue over the last few seasons when we've been on top, we, that's, that's the time we should continue to be strengthening and maybe for the last couple of transfer windows that hasn't happened. Having said that, they did bring Diaz in and they did bring Nunes in and you can look at a, a lot of individuals they have brought in that have really improved the side. However, there's not been enough, particularly in midfield, particularly in that area. I think it's frustrating for a lot of Liverpool fans that we've come into this season with with so many midfielders who we know are injury prone, who we know are ageing and, and who we know are too young to be making a real impact week in, week out. And we haven't got many in that middle ground who can really make an impact. And, and look, you're in a position now where... If Thiago is fit, if Henderson is fit, if, if Fabinho is fit, you've got three really good midfielders. As soon as one of them drops off, you, you, you're really struggling and people even questioning, you know, the, the midfielder swarms I said there and they didn't have their best game yesterday either. But that particular area is a sense of a source of frustration for Liverpool fans and I understand that and that's only for, for future transfer windows to sort out. We can't do that now, so we're going to have to look internally for solutions in, in the meantime. Any idea what's going on with Mo Salah? Um, <laughs> no, but he does. He does look devoid of confidence. I think, like a lot of them, he he's not been able to make the impact in in the game that I, I think he'd have liked to. And he down that right hand side, combining with Trent, that their link up is usually so smooth, so solid. You can really continually see the positions they're trying to get in for each other. And at the moment, he's become a little bit, you know, a little bit anonymous in some games. He well, he didn't make a, a really big impact yesterday. And I think in when he's had really good seasons or really good months, it's because he's literally continually made an impact in every single game and opposition of putting two defenders on him to deal with him. He's not had to do that at the moment. He's not the threat that he once was. Do I believe that he will get back to that level again? Yes. But I believe that about all of them. And, and you know, I would never have said in that, in that season where we lost all our defenders that we would have ended up with Champions League football. So I don't think all is lost at, at this point. I don't think all the def- all the players that are playing not at their best won't get back to that level. I think a lot of people are suggesting that sort of Saladin, I'm not on that page. Only time will tell, but he, he certainly does look, does look devoid of confidence and, and devoid of the impact that he usually has. Is there anything to do with um, Sadio Mane not being in the team that the the partnership that they had, although, you know, I don't know if the, whatever that level of creative tension they had, it certainly inspired them both to uh, greatness, that he just doesn't quite have that. It's not just Trent, it's actually with the other forwards as well. Yeah, I think that's interesting because actually from, from all the, the problems that we've had, I wouldn't necessarily say that losing Sadio Mane is one of the, the, the major ones because I think that he was ma- majority of the time playing on the left for Liverpool and Diaz has come in and fulfilled that role really well. So if you're talking man for man, have we replaced Sadio Mane? I think we did with Diaz and obviously then we brought in another another forward to come through the middle. So I, I don't necessarily think that 
that Sadio Mane was the reason that Salah's levels were pushed so high because I think he sets his own expectations. He makes sure that he's, he's playing to his own high standards. Maybe, obviously, like your, your teammates obviously do push you on. And I think they'll still be doing that for Salah. So for, for me, Sadio Mane leaving, yes, he's missed. And yes, there's definitely been times this season where I'd love him to, to have been in the team and been able to make an impact. But I don't, I don't attribute the problems we're having to his departure. What is the mood like in the pub with the fans? Like, what are they saying? You know, because obviously you're you're taking a long term view here, and you believe that um, things will right themselves over the course of the season. However, whatever it is that sparks that, is that the general view, or is there a bit more despair going, considering the high highs that the team has been at um, so recently that they're so far away from them at the moment? Yeah, obviously everyone has their their own viewpoints and own experiences of how they want to support the football club. There is a lot of frustration, I would say, and I think that. There's times in the game where you can literally feel, you know, when we can see the goal early and it, and it feels like everyone just goes a bit quiet because it's almost inevitable. But there's not a sense of shock or surprise anymore when we go a goal down. I think that's maybe the worst thing that it's like it's a sense of inevitability that we're going a goal down and then a sense of, of, of lack of belief that we can get back and, and, and win the game. And I think when we went 3-2 down yesterday, everyone had kind of, everyone I was watching with had kind of just accepted that, that that might be it. We might not be able to find a way back into the game and that is how it transpired. So yeah, obviously some, some fans are, you know, further along that level of frustration. Some are more positive about it. I think it's difficult to find a lot of positives about the game yesterday, definitely. But it's it's just a bit of a it's it's just really frustrating when you know what the team's capable of because it's not a million miles off of a team that played so incredibly last season. It's only one real personnel change, and I don't believe that's had that as big an impact as, as the downfall of the, of the team so far this season. All right, Harry, we'll leave it there. Good stuff. Thanks a million. Thank you. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.